Welcome to Speak the Truth Podcast, and before we get into our next episode, due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the 2020 Call to Council Conference has been rescheduled to September 10th through the 12th. This year's theme and plenary sessions will be situated in the words of Jesus when he proclaimed, the kingdom of God is at hand. The tracks for this year will include introduction to biblical counseling, depression, domestic abuse, post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, and marriage. Register today at www.calledtocouncil.com. Welcome to Speak the Truth, a podcast devoted to giving biblical truth for educating, equipping, and encouraging the individual and local church in counseling and discipleship. Hello, hello, hello. We are back in studio this time around. Shana. What's up? Is that the sound now? <laughs> I don't know. We need to do a survey. We need to have our listeners give me intro um, ideas. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to just be the boring and say hi. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Mine's really original. I say hello, 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 because I can't think of anything else. The podcast has not been the same, Jeremy, because you're not here. Yes. It is different. It's different. I miss you guys. I know. Yep. Which other people, a lot of people are experiencing that. Like, think about church staffs and all these people. Like, oh, I just, I mean, you don't get to see each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is uh, it is difficult. Like, all these different Zoom calls and staff calls. Yeah. and Thankfully, it's just a season. Yeah, I know, for sure. The people who don't like hugs are really going to well, get it when, <laughs> when everyone yeah. comes back together. Well, you know, it's... It's, you know, just to kind of go back off our last couple podcasts here really quick and, you know, because we were kind of riffing on the same same stuff essentially. But, you know, when Paul talks in uh, the first verse, of chapter four, therefore, my beloved brethren, whom I long to see, I'm getting in that mode where it's been weeks and it just seems off, man. Uh, who, with, who do you long to see the most? Like in what context? Just in general. Like, OK, yeah. Um, Obviously, we miss Jackson a lot, our son. Yeah, uh, for sure. Is there like people within the church or? or Yeah, well, um, well, in terms of, you know, some of the the ministry with the congregation and my, you know, some of my leaders and volunteers and stuff, you know, I've been seeing them on Zoom and stuff. And that is still kind of different. I mean, it is, you know, encouraging and exciting to see the the Zoom calls, uh, which have always been entertaining. You know, because people are just trying to get familiar with Zoom. People don't mute their mics and you can hear all their conversations, background noise. And it's um, like, what is that? That Brady Bunch um, <laughs> meme that I saw where everybody's like on Zoom and, you know, they're all kind of all in the picture and just looking up, looking down. It's it's all crazy. It's, um, but uh, as far as work, man, I'm it is off uh, just because, A, we're, we're having to transition literally the way we do everything. But then secondly, having to reduce our, our time together through Zoom. Um, it is definitely different. So Jeremy, has there been anybody that you haven't been able to see that you miss? Uh, you know, I, definitely my parents not getting to see them at all. And they're in New York, uh, right? No, that's, that's my wife's parents are oh, in New York. Okay. Uh, my parents are in East Texas. Gotcha. But yeah, I have been up until this week, I have been going into the office and, and I would run into a counselor or two. Um, but this week that all changed. So it's just, it's a big adjustment. Yeah, it is. Which uh, brings us up to our 
We're going to have to like throw some type of party or something afterwards, like just get all yeah. our friends together and just like yeah. celebrate, like overcoming it. I think for me, it's not necessarily like it, it's also, um, you know, the end of March, I was I was to, supposed to fly to Canada and, and meet our Canada group and go to the Biblical Counseling Coalition conference there in Canada. And I was really looking forward to that. Like I have been uh, talking to some brothers and sisters out there Um and Christ uh, over the phone and Zoom for a bit. And so just the opportunity to see them in person and, and Lee Lewis was going to actually teach out there. And I was really pumped um, just about going and just worshiping the Lord and and um, just doing so, some uh, strategic planning and just really getting to know them. Because uh, it is, it's different when you see someone in person, getting to know them on a personal level, you know. And um, yeah. anyway, so that that I definitely miss. Um, so if, if there's any Canada people listening, um, I miss you. And so hopefully when this whole thing's over, we can, we can get that trip scheduled. So yeah. or they can come to our conference in September. Yeah, in the meantime, we just got to have a little bit of that faith, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Yes, you know, I think when you think about anxieties um, and just worries, fear, you know, the, the things that are kind of like the hot topics right now, um, where we're just all trying to encourage each other, you know, in the scripture is, um, you know, what kind of healthy virtues can we kind of think about, pray about specifically for ourselves just to really help turn that worry into joy and for me personally, you know, it wasn't just what was going on with COVID, but specifically in my life of ministry work, you know, just being vulnerable with our listeners, there are certain assignments that I've gotten recently that just seem very overwhelming. I don't see it. it it's almost like, Lord, what are you doing? Like, I don't feel gifted in this area and I will really worry and, and have doubts and just start believing the lies of, I can't do this and I'm not adequate enough for this. And this assignment is way too big for me. And I'm not gifted in this area. Let me say a writing assignment. Let me write more often and just kind of on my own for a bit before you give me such a a large assignment, if that makes sense. I don't know if other people have wrestled with that, but one of the things, man, and, and this was going on for a few months, right, Michael? I mean, you really had to walk with me and encourage me in a lot of this stuff, but I was writing an article recently called the everyday counselor um for a local magazine here in the tarrant county area and this was actually one of the assignments that i wrestled with saying oh gosh i can't do this and so in really studying and um going to the scripture and really reading on this this kind of thought process of the healthy virtues that i need and and to pray about and how do i want to encourage others oh man the lord just really rocked my world and faith was an area that as i have to me walked in so much faith in my life and just movements and things that we've walked through with launching our ministry and just other decisions we've made as a family. Faith is not something that even anybody looking in outside into my life would think that I'm lacking. And boy, am I, you know, one of the things that I realized and where I was convicted is as I was reading in the gospel of, of Matthew and seeing the examples of how the disciples doubted Jesus, I was incredibly convicted and that OU of little faith really um, just rocked my heart in a way it really revealed to me on all these types of assignments, how quickly we can make it about our own ability and not about God. Like it, I mean, I really pray that this is speaking to someone because man, 
it's it's so interesting in ministry how you want to already be in a particular way before you write or before you teach or before you lead. And even like, I remember when I did my first John study last year, how I just completely said, oh, I can't do this. This assignment's too big. No way. Who am I? There's so many Bible studies out there already. Why am I even doing this? And again, it just reminded me that at the end of the day, my doubt was being fed by me focusing on my own ability on whether I thought I could do it or not. And not in the fact of, and being confident in the fact that God gave you this assignment. He has called you to do this and he will, he will give you everything that you need in order to be able to do this, not because of your own ability, but because of his ability through you. And, um, wow, was that such a huge encouragement to me this past week? And, um, not saying that I'm like, you know, totally free from my doubts and the lies that I'm wrestling with, but I can tell you that it, it, it has, it, he was just so sweet to me to reveal this out of one of the assignments that he gave me, if that makes sense. And so when we were thinking about our podcast today, I thought this would be a great thing for us to talk about because surely there's others out there who have so many doubts in this type of time, whether it's really through this um, COVID pandemic, or maybe it's just other things that is going on in your life even before this happened. Um, And so just really to kind of talk through really how the disciples doubted in, in Matthew, really how Jesus responded to his disciples and saying, oh, you have little faith. And what that really revealed is that, you know, like them, we also take our eyes off of our sovereign God. And when we do that, we will grow weary and we'll be overtaken by fear and worry. And so when you really think about just how people, you know, a lot of uh, pastors and, and counselors and stuff is is using Matthew six um, and really speaking through anxieties and that God will provide, but how this actually plays out in other ways in our life and not just from uh, our food and how He's going to provide that, but really the heart of it is saying if God provides for the birds and He's going to provide for the lilies that we read in Matthew six, how much more will He provide for His children whom He values much more? Yes, this is talking about maybe, you know, physical provisions, but uh, but for me in this time, what this revealed to me was saying the abilities that I need to complete the task and the assignment that he gave me. You know what I mean? So I don't put confidence or trust in my own flesh, um, but it's it's always in trusting in God's uh, character. Um, so anyway, so that's just kind of like the premise and the heart behind this particular podcast um, and so just talking in faith in general. So Jeremy, you have any input or take on that? Yeah. So I, as you were talking, I was uh, thinking about uh, Hebrews 12, just in terms of faith, mm-hmm. uh, remembering that uh, God is at work in difficulty. Yep. He's at work in suffering. And um, verse seven of chapter 12 says, it is for discipline that you have to endure. God is treating you as son for what son is there whom his father does not discipline. If you are left without discipline in which all have participated, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Mm. Besides this, we have had earthly fathers who disciplined us and we respected them. Shall we not much more be subject to the father of our spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time as it seemed best to them, but he disciplines us for our good that we may share in his holiness. Uh, for the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. So just the faith in knowing that we have a caring father um, who uses times like this as a means of healing our souls. Mm. Um, and that even when we are suffering uh, in certain circumstances, that it's actually uh, when God is working on us, it's, 
it's evidence of us being his children. Um, so I think it's just important when we're thinking about exercising faith. Uh, remember that we have a faithful God, uh, and he is very much intentional and very much uh, at work in these situations uh, so that we would become uh, holy and righteous. That's really good. Michael? Yeah, that is, I mean, that's one of my, that's one of my favorite verses. Um, regardless of what discipline I'm experiencing, whether it's leadership discipline, marital discipline, uh, parental discipline, whatever ways that God is disciplining me to demonstrate what he's working out in us, um, you know, to be at peace with everyone and to, um, you know, and for the holiness, um, that we're called to being made after his image, Colossians three, for example. So, um, faith is, uh, is, you know, typically the means that God, or excuse me, hardship is the means that produces faith, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that God uses. Mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes in the moments much to, you know, uh, the author of Hebrews here is pointing out that, you know, in the moment it never seems fun. As a matter of fact, we question it, <laughs> you know, if, if, yeah. if we're being honest in the moment, we, we question it. Um, so yeah, that, that faith that starts off, you know, using the idea of faith is the mustard seed, you know, to Jesus's parable and things like that. But faith is something that's actually being cultivated in us. There's an active and passive reality to faith. That's good. Yeah. That's you know? true. Um, and how, and, and really the only way we can grow in it, right. It, it, the most is when we're actually walking that out, like for Moses, for, you know, instance, how am I going to speak to them? You know? And uh, you know, when you see in scripture, it says it's, it's easy to love the lovable, it's hard to love the unlovable. How do we grow and, and really be able to show Jesus in God's love un, unless we're actually put in those circumstances, you know, in those situations where we're having to love the unlovable? The same thing with faith. How are we going to grow in our faith if we're not walking out the things that are unknown and uncertain in our life, right? Yeah. If, if I was already strong in these particular areas that I think these assignments are coming in my way, then how am I going to grow? Because I'm already going to be like, oh, well, I already have this gift or I already have this ability, right? That was focused on me and not on the Lord and just all vulnerable, you know, just me being vulnerable here, right? Yeah, and I think I, I think the pain to that, man, the, the way that God works in these ways and the way he cultivates us, um, you know why it's painful to us? Because our pride says, like, I got this. Mm-hmm. You know, pride is pride is the, the the voice and commentary that gets frustrated within ourselves because like, why can't I do this? I should be able to do this or or produces that anxiety in us because, oh, my gosh, why do I have to do this? Like, I I feel like a fraud, like I'm not confident. I'm not competent enough to do this. Why did God, you know, get, you know, that that's literally what pride produces um, and faith works against that pride. I think, Jeremy, what you said, too, in Hebrews, Michael, is such a good point. And also going back to like what Jeremy said in Hebrews on the discipline part is like, I'm, I'm going to be honest here. Like, I think there's a lazy piece to it. Like if I get an assignment, I already want to be good at it. I just want to do it. So you know, you can, I want to complete the assignment. I want it to be a great assignment. I want it. I want others to grow from it and to glorify the Lord. But at the end of the day, that's not the heart of it, right? The The whole point is the growth piece and that takes discipline and that takes work and that takes full dependence on the Lord. And that's the whole point of God's point, right? Is for me to grow in that. And, and my laziness or where my heart was is I don't want to work for, I just want to be able to do it. Does that make sense? And so, um, I, I think 
that, that obviously is, I'm being specific in kind of how that played out in my life recently and where I'm growing right now as just a believer. And, you know, but I think that even just in this, in this COVID situation, I think that faith is, is probably being revealed in a lot of ways in the homes of, of everyone around here of how these uncertainties and unknowns is really impacting us in general. Right. We don't want to go through this, right? Yeah, we we just want it to faith. be this particular way. We just want yeah. this to be over. You know, we don't want to suffer. We don't want that pain. And mm-hmm. quite honestly, you know, when we don't want those things and we want to be lazy about it, we don't want to do the work or have that discipline that you mentioned, it, um, we're really missing out. We're, we're losing out on really how our pain and suffering can teach us and strengthen us in a, in a really mighty way and that and, and how we're being refined in this time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, again, all of this kind of is in the scope of dealing with the situation with COVID and how we're all trying to find our new normal. Actually, the uh, the fresh faith that's being produced through it, you know, in all of us. Fresh faith. Yeah. Uh, well, I say hashtag. Well, I say fresh because you know, otherwise, it. I mean, it, it wasn't there before. You know, I mean, that's part of it being produced in us through the hardship is you know what brought us to Hebrews chapter twelve. So it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any any other feedback, uh, Jeremy, on that? You know, I just think it's so encouraging, uh, even as we just talk about it. How it's, it's encouraging to me to just remember these things and that God is actually, you know, He's He's creating in us what we were designed to be before the foundation of the world. And pain is not something that's wasted. God is using it and he's bringing about glorious things. And it's just, it's just encouraging to my soul, even as we're sitting here talking, just thinking about that and remembering that. Yeah. You know, I think too, part of, of the scripture that I was studying and, and just the faith part where, you know, the conviction came of thinking, man, can you imagine these disciples seeing Jesus in person and him in person saying, oh, ye, oh, you have little faith. Like that's mm-hmm. heart wrenching just to think about that. And here I am sitting and the Lord's saying that to me too, you know, about the end yeah. of the day, this is what you're experiencing. And then when you go to Matthew 25 and it, you know, it, uh, it shares the parable of the talents and you see those who, um, what they actually did with it, those who worked and then what happened to the one that hit it, right? The one who was lazy Mm -hmm. and he hit it and from fear and what the difference was of, um, of the fruit of the work and, um, scattering the seed and what that really looked like. And at the very end, you know, Jesus saying the words, well done, good and faithful servant. And that just brings me to tears, just thinking about, you know, just being before the Lord one day and putting crowns at Jesus's feet and just hearing him say, not, oh, ye of little faith, but well done, good and faithful servant. And I don't know if that, if that doesn't punch you in the gut, <laughs> those who are listening, I don't know what will, um, because that right there just fires me up of saying, yes, I want to have faith. I want to fully put my trust in in the Lord and without reservation, not look at my own abilities, not look at my circumstances, not look at the things I don't even see, but really walk like Lord bring. We almost at the end of the day, you guys, I don't know if you've thought of it this way, but we really should welcome these types of things in our life because that's really how we grow. The more things that we live through where there's more unknowns and un more uncertainties, more trust that we have to put in the Lord and not our own abilities is technically the things that we should welcome and rejoice in because um, that is is literally what's strengthening our faith. And Michael, I'm saying this right now to you, like this is something you should remind me 
like record what I'm saying right now, because I'm just telling y'all who are listening, this is not, this is something I'm going to have to remind myself of daily. Um, because this is truth that can very quickly be diverted. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Great. Um, and really at the end of the day to really only to be able to live abundantly and to kind of coincide with the, with the podcast that we had said earlier, um, we have to, we have to align our hearts and minds with, with Christ. Yeah. And I just, uh, just, and and, the work of the Holy spirit and just trying to bring this full circle. I I think, uh, Jeremy mentioned this last podcast or the, or the first one where we started the conversation, looking back at Romans chapter eight, Paul and getting through God's everlasting love, you know, because the three that remain faith, hope, and love. Um, Mm -hmm. but here's the reality, faith and hope. That's a, that's a temporal means of God's grace. I don't need faith and hope when I'm with him in the end of all, in in the end of all things, because I'm with him because of his love and my love for him and me being with him. So faith and hope out of those three are, are, are temporal. They're, they're a means of grace. They're gifts for this present age. Wow. Cause I'm not going to need them in his presence. You know, it's, it's almost like a parting gift that Jesus gave with the Holy spirit in us. It's that faith and hope and, and it's on peace, right? Right. And it's, and it's, and it's really on that, that I rest in what Paul says, starting in verse 37 of chapter eight of Romans. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present. That's faith speaking. Yeah. You know, uh, that's, that that's active faith. That's, that's Paul declaring these things because of he's doing, he's declaring that out of his faith in what, in God's love for us. Like that's just a beautiful thing to rest in. So that's good. Jeremy. Love it. Wonderful word. Yeah. Well, you know, in closing, um, I, I, you know, I'll just share with you really the step that I walk through and, um, and hopefully in me just sharing that with you today, I'm hoping it, it resonates with someone or someone that you're counseling in a way that you can encourage them in the truth that God taught me recently. And just, um, the word that Michael and Jeremy had for you as well. Um, but here, here's just the process that I had to walk through and, and this could be a practical thing that you help your counselors, but you know, I really had to repent of the worry, the doubt and the lies that I was believing and how I was focusing on my own abilities. And then, you know, once that conviction came and I repented of it, I confessed my need for God's sanctifying grace and in in that confession just really acknowledging what where my focus and and where my eyes really were and how it got diverted from um just God's goodness. And so in that, then I then step three, embraced God's power and his promises, his steadfast love, like he's faithful, his faithfulness, his provisions for me that he has for me and my situation and, and the assignments and the tasks that he has before me. Um, and then through that is really how I then just walk out and, and, uh, live biblically, live abundantly through that faith in the peace, um, that's from the Holy spirit and, and just with hope, eternal hope, knowing that everything here is temporal. Um, and so I just pray that that's an encouragement to you that this podcast has really just encouraged you in your situation, or maybe those that you're counseling and discipling to be able to just to live abundantly and God's faith. We'll see you next time.